Welcome everybody to the Horns of Home podcast. I am Dr. Brandon Jones, the Director for Student Learning Development and Engagement here in Housing and Dining. And I am excited because I get to be here with our fearless leader in the form of none other than, none other than, Dr. Marilyn Tyus. Dr. T, how you doing today? I'm doing great, Brandon. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm in your office. We're over here in Kinsolving in the Housing and Dining main area office. If you have never had a chance to come over here before, we would love to have you come by and see not only our wonderful space, but also some of the great work that we're doing. But I want to talk to you today, Dr. Okay, T. Okay, I'm all yours. Before we jump into the questions that I have, I want you to take a second to uh, introduce yourself to our audience. Um, tell us a little bit about you, who you are, and how you landed here uh, at the University of Texas at Austin. Well, I can say that I'm probably a true lifer, a res life lifer. I've been in the field about 32 years mm-hmm. uh, at various institutions. This is my fifth institution. Okay. Um, other things about me, I'm a life coach, nationally certified life coach. I'm also uh, certified as a Gallup coach, mm-hmm. um, uh, various degrees that kind of like tie in together. One of my, one of the degrees that I have is in psych counseling. Okay. And I really try to use all of those skills when I'm working with staff or with students. Um, this has just been life for me. This is what I love to do. Mm-hmm. And I also think it's just a part of who I am and my purpose for being here. It just happens to be crouched under the umbrella of res life. Okay. Housing, dining, and all of the other venues that comes with that. Wonderful. And thank you for sharing that. And one of the things that uh, Etanosa and I like to ask all of our guests on every episode is, what makes UT home for you? Because the show is called Horns of Home, and we always want to know what about this place uh, makes it feel like home for you? If, if there are elements or places, what makes this place home for you? Well, you know, for me, um, I, I'm getting close to that, that, that period of time when we use the R word, mm-hmm. retirement. Okay. And, you know, when people are thinking about retiring, they're thinking about where do I go so that I'm comfortable in uh, those latter years of life. Right. And so you pick the place that's optimal that will fit your needs and do all that. Well, if I put it in perspective like that, in my mind, Mm -hmm. this is probably uh, my last stint of employment. And I wanted to go somewhere where I felt like I was going to enjoy being there. Okay. um, That I could put my last best foot forward. And when I interviewed here, you just know. Okay. You know, so I was on the 40. I felt like this was where I needed to be. I'm five years in, and that decision has not gone questioned since I took the position here. So home is where I find my comfort in being able to do what I do mm-hmm. and can do it well. And so are you feeling like in this role and in this position, you've been able to uh, utilize the things that your, your skill set mm. in a way that you feel settled. It sounds like you feel settled. I do. And, but settled in a manner of being comfortable with uh, the culture, mm-hmm. the campus, uh, those that I report to, mm-hmm. and also those that I serve, which are my students and my staff. All of that, it makes it home. Okay. 
You know, just like when I go home, I have all of the things that makes me happy, all of my decorations, things that I can change and have the flexibility with changing it and making it me. I can do that here. Okay. And that's why when we say home on the 40, mm -hmm. I just transition spaces from my house to here mm. and I'm still home. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that. So talk to me about what that means, what it means rather, to be an associate vice president for university housing and dining. A lot of our students on campus don't realize that you know, there's there's multiple entities that um, work in not only in this department, but that you're at the head of that. You're at the head of all of those things that a lot of our students see and experience. And so before we talk about UHD in general, what does it look like to be in your shoes on a typical day? Ooh. <laughs> So walking in on a typical day, you're, of course, you're walking in with what needs to get done. Okay. Who can affect what you need to get done? So we are a large unit. We're a very large unit. And we are self-contained, self-sustaining. So we have uh, food service, of course. We have Res Life. We have IT. We have business services. We have HR. Mm -hmm. Uh, all of those units make up UHD, University Housing and Dining. Mm -hmm. And all of those have to contribute to anything that I'm working on or trying to get done. Sure. It's like you work in a, in a system. I might walk in today and say, hey, what about, you know, conversation around cameras? Do we have uh, things in place that give safety nets to our students where, of course, I'm talking to IT, but then I'm also got to talk to my business finance mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. And you have to talk to Res Life to say, hey, this is what the students may feel about it. Right. So when I walk in and I'm tack tackling anything that has to do with housing or, or dining, it's a whole systems thinking mm -hmm. process. Sure. And so, which means that in the day in the life of an associate vice president, you're in and out of meetings. Okay. All, sometime all day long. Okay. Um, you go home exhausted, but for me, it's a good feel. I'm tired, yeah. but I got accomplished A, B, C, and D, which is going to have this app impact for our students. Mm -hmm. It's going to uh, entice them or give them something to look forward and understand why you live with us, all the things that we do that's tied together. So uh, my days can be a day of meetings. It also can be a day of ideating. Mm. What, what's next? Or trying to anticipate what are the needs of the changing students? And every year you get a different student and they will come with different needs. Their lived experiences may have been different. So what do we do to address each person's lived experience so that they can matriculate on this campus mm -hmm. and so that they can graduate? So I'm thinking about how do I touch you in a way that would help to ensure mm -hmm. that you're going to graduate and you're going to have an excellent experience while you're doing that. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of mind work sure. before you can execute. It's a lot of engaging before you can execute. And it's a lot of knowing who you're doing this for. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that brings up all the questions and how you feel your day. 
that's a good that's a good segue into the next question because um knowing that we've got those five key areas that make up housing and dining and it's and for our students that are listening when you hear uhd or university housing and dining it's not just residence life and dining there's so much more there and i hope you heard that we have you know our business services that we have our facilities and that we've got residence life and dining and also our human resources team all of those areas come together uh to do some amazing things and we all interact on a regular basis so to my next question then is this based on what you just said how would you say or what would you say are some things that you want current students that live with us right now, regardless of whether it's in the residence halls or at Dobie or in 2400 New Oasis or at the uh, apartments, what do you want our current residents to know about that impacts their experience based from where you sit? You know, the one thing I want each and every resident to know is that in their individuality, everybody matters. Um, and that's why it's important to me when I walk through the different residence halls, when I'm walking through the different offices where our students have access to, can they see themselves? Mm. You know, can they see I'm celebrated or I'm valued because I noted that you have something up around somebody that I identify with? Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to know that th- that their input towards our output is as in, is as valued. Mm-hmm. You know, I need to know what your needs are. And while some of us look alike, we have different needs. Correct. Uh, we still, we, I think we all make the mistake of assuming that maybe all African-Americans have this need or all Latino students have this need or mm-hmm. our Asian students, and they don't. Right. You know, they, they don't. There are differences within our groups. And I need to hear the whole group to understand how do we build a housing program that attends to your needs, that allow you to matriculate through here, that allow you to have experiences and not be isolated because of your difference. Um, So what I want them to know is help me understand you. And I have to ask those questions uh, And I even train people to say, help me to understand you, as opposed to using a why question. Mm -hmm. Because when you use the why question, the first thing is you put your position yourself in the position of judging. Mm. Because if you say why, you've already got some preconceived notion in your head. And so I like to reframe from that and say, help me to understand, which allows them to open up. And then I can get to what the need is, Mm -hmm. you know. So I want them to know that the resources are here. We do programming around your needs, Mm -hmm. that your individual need and difference is as valued as the next person, even if we look alike. What would you add to that response if I changed it to say, what do you want future students, future residents? You know, at this point right now, we're accepting contracts. Students are making the decisions about coming to the university and they're deciding whether they're going to stay on campus or not. And if so, where? What would you say to those 
students who may be on the fence about where they're staying or those students who've made that decision, but you want to give them some insight and some information about what they can expect. Would you change anything to your response or would you add something to it? I would add this. And one of the things that I've been thinking about doing is starting the conversation around college and. Mm. So you're coming for an academic reason. You're coming to get a degree and you will get one if you persevere. But what's the and? Mm -hmm. How do I add the and? So what are something that I can do and and, um, self-develop that's not necessarily associated with my academic career? Mm And so when we universities give you uh, knowledge around a specific thing, but always come back and say, well, what do you feel also? What is your purpose? So how do we add the and Mm -hmm. to that? Just for example, we were talking about the number of students who are majoring in all different majors Mm -hmm. and they want to be baristas. Mm -hmm. How can I become a barista? That's the and, Mm -hmm. unassociated, but it's the and, it's Mm -hmm. the entrepreneurial. So when you walk away with a degree, I also want you to walk away being sustainable in something in case you don't find the job. I never worked in my first degree, never Mm. worked in my first degree, fashion merchandising. That can happen. Never done it. (laughs) But other skills that I picked up along the way was the and. And I didn't really see it that way until I became more of a a seasoned professional that I really rely on the and part Mm. of my lived experience as opposed to that solid degree. And so when people are looking at choosing whether I want to stay in university housing and go off campus, I want to say to them, well, we provide the and. Right. And you don't get that off Mm. campus. We provide other opportunities. We provide work experiences that maybe, and we're working towards certifying some of those work experiences. So it's the and Mm -hmm. that I'm really looking for our new students to see and know it's available through university housing and dining. See, and that right there is the perfect way to wrap up the serious questions. Mm -hmm. So now, I wrote down a couple of fun questions okay, for you. Let's you, do got, it. you got time to do a couple let's of fun do ones? It. All right. Let's do so it. So I got three fun questions okay. for you. So first, and these are all for our audience. These are all related to housing and dining, but also related to the city of Austin. Because our university is located in the city, we're trying to make sure that our listeners and our viewers understand their place in that too, because that's our second learning goal, community engagement. We want all of our students to be able to identify within community. So these questions are gonna be around that. So with that, uh, where is your favorite place to go on campus? The Turtle Pond. Okay, okay. I love the Turtle Pond. I, when I interviewed here and we did a little walking tour and they said, we have a Turtle Pond, I was like, a turtle pond. <laughs> there is actually a turtle pond. And when I saw it, I was just fascinated with it. It's a, it's a place that I can walk by and just meditate. Mm-hmm. 
and it, it just grabs your attention. And then I started looking up, why does turtles tack up on top of each other? Then I heard, well, that's how they keep warm. And when we had to freeze, you know, I thought about the turtle pond. Mm -hmm. Did we go get the turtles out of the pond? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I got worried about the turtle yeah. pond. Yeah. And I, they did take care of them. Yeah. I did inquire. So that's, that's my favorite spot. I can go over there. I can sit on a rock or sit on the ground. I just enjoy the turtle pond. Yeah, the turtle pond is a nice place. I take my kids there Duh. and I bring them to campus. That's the first place they want to go. And they actually, the people that are responsible for feeding, if you get there at the time they're feeding, they actually let my kids help with the feeding. Oh, really? So if you walk by there during the, the times that they're doing it, uh, they'll let you help out with that. So it's a I little need fun. to do that. It's, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Where is your favorite food? Well, excuse me. What is rather your favorite food item that we serve in housing and dining? It can be catering in the catering or it can be in the dining hall. The brisket. We do I don't think you're, you're you're not going to find a better brisket than you will find in dining on campus. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two is Chef Keith. Yes. Macaroni and cheese. Shout out to Chef it Keith. It will make you smack your best friend. <laughs> and then the wings. Chicken wings. The chicken wings. I could I could eat chicken wings seven days a week, 24 hours a day, and twice on Sunday. Yes, <laughs> they make the best food. So there's a number of food. Then you got Chef Josh, yep. a man from Louisiana, and the dishes that he bring out. Yes, it would make me hit you, Brandon. Listen. <laughs> I would have to. Yes. Yeah. So those are my favorite UHD just does a phenomenal job we with do, food. We do. And when you catering it, the catering menu is somewhat different than some of our everyday residence hall menu. All is good, but you're going to get an opportunity to just taste some things that are outstanding. And we invite students to the tastings yes, when we're we trying do. out menu items. So yes, we do. If you ever see a call for people to come and taste new menu items, make sure y'all check that out. Absolutely. My last question is, where is your favorite place in the city of Austin. To eat? Anything. Oh, place in the city. Any place yeah. in the it city could, of it Austin. It could be food. It could be your just your favorite place to go. You know I'm a foodie. You know I like food. Oh, you can use food. Um, city of Austin. Well, I'll, I'll go with food. Okay. So I like Black's right down here on Waterloo. Um, Black's Barbecue. Black's Barbecue. I love the... the so hold on now, because you know some people, you got Terry, you got Terry Black's, which is South. And then you got Original Blacks, which is right there on Guadalupe. You like That's the Guadalupe? The, one, the Guadalupe. Okay. So the one close to campus is the best one, especially yes. if you're running late for class. Do not go to the Terry Blacks location. Go to the Guadalupe location because you can get to class on time. Just a cheat code for you. you and the sandwich is... Oh, the which, which sandwich? The brisket. Okay, you got to let them know. Yeah, because you know you can get brisket that has more fat on it. Okay, mm -hmm. I know. And then you can get the lean. Well, the fat is more flavorful. It really is. And they really <laughs> fix the sandwich. They stack it. You will be, you, it's a good sandwich. So everybody needs to go to Black on, on Guadalupe. But you can come also on campus because we do uh, brisket as well. And then Style Switch. Oh, yeah. It's my other one. They have the St. Louis type uh, ribs. Mm -hmm. And then they have the corn. Yep, the cream corn. corn. We have another name for it, which I'm not going to say now, but it's the best <laughs> corn. <laughs> it's the best corn uh, dish that you can make. So those are my favorite. Um, other than that, I love the I understand why they say 
uh, keep Austin weird. Mm -hmm. So I love the uniqueness of the shops that you can drop in and it's not a chain. It's just their difference and their, they're just authentically different. So I like that, you know, I'm all into home decor and all that kind of stuff. So you can find unique pieces. So I could shop all over Austin and just be happy. I can just be in my happy place. Yeah. Well, Dr. T, thank you so much for your time today. Yes. Uh, we really appreciate you. Uh, for those of y'all who are watching, again, this is our very first YouTube video. So be sure to like, to comment and subscribe. Let us know how we did. Let us know whether you, what you want us to do next or if whoever else you want us to interview or if there's a place on campus you want us to record from. Uh, we'll try to make sure that we make that happen. But thank you again. And thank thank you. you all for listening. And hook them horns. Bye.